Hey everyone, it's autumn, a time for harvest festivals and family reunions. And if you're planning on getting together with your family, you should protect yourself and them by getting an updated COVID vaccine. If you're 50 or older, you're at greater risk for hospitalization and death, especially if you have a chronic disease. So get an updated vaccine now. Need more information? Talk to a doctor. Find updated COVID vaccines at vaccines.gov. We can do this. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. I've been telling my friends about this, and they're like, are, are we allowed to come? And I'm like, yes, white people are allowed to come to this. this $125, $125 please. It's not, <laughs> it's not exclusively an Asian right. adoptee, any of that kind of thing. Very true. Join us, white people. <laughs> That's what happened in L.A. There was all kinds of people showed up. Yeah. And we had probably some of the best questions from we had the allies. Purple people, green people, blue purple, people, green. orange people. JK, we don't like, we actually green, don't like orange people. Purple, I, I don't like orange people for sure. I can be hurtful. Nope, I, I can't be hurtful. I can be. <laughs> Amazing. We're okay. ready for Norebang. You're listening to The John Chi Show, hosted by three Korean-American adoptees diving headfirst into what it means to be adopted, Korean, American, and more. And now, here's your hosts, Nathan, Patrick, and KJ. Welcome back to the John Chi Show solo food time. Portion. Oh no, yeah, <laughs> food solo. I'm just going to be sitting here eating food by myself. No, I don't it's know. It's not sad. It's fine. That was, that's, that's pretty sad. <laughs> I kind of forget about the soundboard. I got to get better about that. I suck at the soundboard. I don't need that responsibility in my life. Hi, people. How's everyone doing? <laughs> I'm doing Welcome great. Back. Welcome back. I felt like I adore this horror moment, like in children's program. Like, can you say chair in Spanish? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. See ya. (laughs) That's funny. Anyways, I'm I'm good. Thank you for asking. Yes, we are the John Chi Show. I am one of your hosts, Nathan, with KJ and Patrick. And we are three Korean adoptees. We did it. We showed up to our own show. In three three different states. Enjoying of life. our own journeys and yes, yes. and physically and our own points of life, right? All right, yeah. different different milestones in life. It's true. Yeah. That is true. And different, I'd say different personalities. To be honest, too, I think all three. Of oh us yeah, are, that's deeply accurate. Yeah. So I think <laughs> I, I think we're we have really a, a similar. Good, I think we have a good spectrum here covered. Right. Yeah, uh, this is our first episode, so thank yeah, you everyone welcome. for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, we don't know how to do a podcast. It's fine. This it's is, not this is how whatever we do number the podcast, you see in front right? of this. Ignore that. Yeah, subtract all of it. <laughs> subtract a hundred percent of it. KJ, what does John Chi mean for people who might be here for the very first time? For Ooh. actual first timers, or mm, for people mm. who just happen to forget, John Chi means to feast in Korean, um, or maybe it just means feast. I think it might actually be a noun for feast. Uh, but we generally... Do you have a ghost? <laughs> yeah, I saw that door. I was like, what just happened? I mean, I, I just assumed it was Halloween Sarah. and everything, but... <laughs> I, just I was like, assumed my foundation it was is not that bad. It's fine. Janchi um, <laughs> means feast or celebration, because what... what celebration or what feast is there without a celebration so uh we we call ourselves the john chi show because we're here to celebrate uh who we are as koreans as 
Americans, as human beings, uh, all of our intersectional identities. And also we eat a snack or drink a drink at the end of the show. Um, drink so there a is, drink. Yeah, there is some uh, some feasting, some legitimate feasting happening. Mm-hmm. So, But for right now, feast your ear holes on this solo conversation. <laughs> well, specifically speaking of feasting and celebrating and drinking, oh. we have something coming up. Real, real soon. Nathan, what do we have coming up real, real, real soon? Oh, yes. What do we have coming up real, very, real soon? Very soon. <laughs> this October, which is this month, uh, we have <laughs> the John G. Live Part 2. Live oh. show! <laughs> that was so... Yay. <laughs> Mine was good. It's just clearly, it's just clear that we that was not pre-planned. No, that was not because <laughs> we all yelled something completely pre-planned. different. Well, just for the new listener, for the new listener. In my, in my head, I was like, I was gonna yell "play ball" is actually what I was gonna yell because it's you should have done too predictable. Reminds me of yeah, but yes, John Chi live. This is our second uh, gathering in Dallas, or should I say, Carrollton, Texas. Yeah, I know that's what I've been wondering as well. People from Dallas are like. Carrollton is not Dallas. I'm yeah. like, are they when taking you're offense? out of state or whatever? Yeah. There's, so there's a, okay, this is a real yeah, inside baseball that lessons. no one needs, but there's a big highway that bisects, it's like a loop, right? So it bisects like, it's like anything past 635, like further north than that, they're like, that's not Dallas. And even 635 is being a little generous for like what's like, quote, Dallas proper. So yeah, we're definitely in the burbs. Okay. In Carrollton, but it's the greater DFW area. So I just say Dallas because nobody needs that kind of geography. You right. know, I mean, do people get mad like Fort Worth slash Dallas? Like if someone's yes, in Fort that Worth is legitimate. That, is, that I can yes. see. <laughs> That's right? a big deal. But you, I mean, you see it all the time on maps. And of course, the airport, it's Dallas, yeah, Fort DFW. Worth. But people yeah. would not want to be you know, labeled in one if they lived in the other. It's kind of like Mostly Los Angeles Fort and Orange Worthians County too. don't really like Dallasites. Oh, which is fair because for so okay more geography uh <laughs> dallas is like quote the last city of the east and fort worth is quote the first city of the west if you will for texas so like when you think of if you're from out of state and you think of de- like texas as like cowboys and horses and trucks and I don't yes, know, oil, stuff like I that you dallas. know whatever yeah exactly so that's really fort worth <laughs> that's like where the rodeo oh. is that's where they're doing cattle drives through downtown that's like that's all that stuff you can go all that dallas is like a bunch of corporate headquarters moved there to the suburbs because it's really nice and now there's a bunch of people with money and they're like look at how rich i am <laughs> so you're like just as likely to see like a king ranch truck as you are like a tesla so yeah, that's what it you're is. a rich person impression. Real good. <laughs> it's, it's real French villainy. <laughs> like you can see the pencil mustache as he runs away in his mime outfit. That's <laughs> so dubious. Hilarious. Well, yeah. I'm very excited for this live show. Um, the whole reason oh, yeah. we did say, come to the whole reason we did that KJ's <laughs> yes. geography is just to say wherever you are, uh, if you do decide to come, you can just post that you're in Dallas, even if we're in Carrollton. It's fine. But don't um, post that you're in Fort Worth. <laughs> yeah, don't post so. that you're in Fort Worth. That's very different. But if you it's go to Fort Worth, you'll be different. like, oh, I see how this is incredibly different. Yeah, but uh, speaking of. We have some cool stuff that we're going to be doing for the show. It's an all-day thing, I think, as Nathan mentioned. If he didn't mention it now, he mentioned it last week. Um, 
<laughs> he, um, either way, he mentioned it 10 minutes ago yeah. for us. <laughs> yeah. In real time, it's only been 10 minutes. <laughs> I mean, we're going in comparison, crazy. In comparison, last year was a live show and Korean barbecue. And that's pretty much all we had planned. This year, we have much more planned. And so uh, we really hope that, you know, the additional uh, content will entice more people to come. So, yes. and I think, I just think, I just, I'm excited. I'm excited for all the things that we have going on. So, me too. Yeah, I think it'll be really fantastic. And I think really the thing that, that we learned from the first event was like we had like an informal, kind of unplanned, but kind of planned mm-hmm. gathering the night before at um, like a Korean bar. And that was really fun. And then we had like nothing for all of the day of the show because we were just running around because it was our first time being together. Mm-hmm. And that was fun. Yeah. And then we did a live show and that was more fun. And so we were like, well, the things that we really enjoyed were like getting to meet everyone. Let's do more of that. And also now that the three of us have met each other, I think we do have to spend less time being like, wow, togetherness and more time like <laughs> being like, well, let's be together with the friends of the show and, and fans of the show and all that. And yeah. So even though we just talked about it on like the hundredth episode, I think with Jerry, I kind of forget that that was our first time having wild and like, mm-hmm. especially thinking about the planning of this like and thinking of like what else we want to do it's like i keep forgetting that the day of like when we actually were all together we were just running around like because yep. we were all right trying around. to do stuff because I we just never hung out together jerry yeah. had some errands to run and we were there yeah it was like we were gonna go see some asian <laughs> friends and support there but do you guys want to come along since you're in my hood like, Patrick's yeah. losing hats out of windows. Patrick buys that was hats at the end of the night. Bought a hat at 10 a.m. Lost it at 10 p.m. We're Same tagging day. the city with our stickers. I mean, oh, we, yeah. we had all kinds of fun trying on uh, humbooks. That was it. Was a good time. I, right. I did enjoy like, that event. But uh, well, I think like this said, now, be fun too. Yes, exactly. Now yeah. we'll do that, but with everyone. Yes, but also in a different place. And also, and also different in a different place. And hopefully not losing <laughs> With anything. also some Korean stuff and also some not Korean stuff. Exactly. I mean, if, yes. you want, if you want exactly. to partake in that. so Yeah. yeah. Truly, yeah. it will be what you make of it, honestly. And then and it's kind of what questions. we make of it. Yeah. You guys, you guys can ask us. I mean, we've already had a few people, uh, you know, DMS and things like that. So definitely reach out if you do have questions before you book. But if you do want to book, you can go to johnshishow.com backslash, backslash live. And uh, there's a form on there that you can start filling out and then you can make a payment to actually reserve your spot. And uh, um, I guess we can announce how much this is going to be costing too because uh, we have um, solidified that. It will be $125 a person um, and $240 for a couple. So if you want to bring your partner, spouse, best friend, sibling, parent, whoever you want to bring, Feel free to do that as well. This is open to everybody. So, and what does that one hundred and twenty-five dollars cover for you? Or what's the it, what do you get within the ticket price? It covers that day of events that we have been talking about. So, including the <laughs> first interview um, live show, then we will have a surprise, possibly cooking uh, demonstration or participation. And then uh, we will be going to lunch. This will not be covered in the cost, but you can partake if you'd like, uh, you know, or go take a rest if you like. It's it's up to you until the next actual scheduled event, which will be um, the next show, uh, which will be a solo interviews of us, I guess. Not really an interview. I we guess. just call it's that a, a solo, solo show. show. It's what solo you're show. hearing now. What you're hearing what now, you're, but live. Without all the business of it. <laughs> 
and then and of course Korean barbecue because we all love Korean barbecue. And afterwards, this time we're going to include some noribong. Last time we did it just kind of on a whim, but this time it'll. This be time included. it's official. It's officially official and included. And for the, the uninitiated, noribong yeah. is the Korean term for karaoke, and Korean karaoke is different than maybe Kore- like karaoke that you've traditionally experienced. So it's a fun time. It's a great. Great hang. I don't know. I, I love it. And it's a lot of, yeah, it's a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah. And you don't Do you have think to think it's a lot you can of just fun. Come. If I say yeah. it's a lot of fun, a lot of times. Yeah. Oh, 100%. It makes is that it good totally marketing? true. This, Girl, I mean, I mean, this least... is Patrick. <laughs> this is Patrick and KJ, the both, uh, the both the singers saying that it's fun. So they, you, again, no pressure. You sang many songs. You said, <laughs> if you go onto my Instagram at Patrick in the world, plugging myself, um, you can see a video of Nathan singing karaoke with yeah. the rest well, of us. It's yeah, very so fun. I don't, I don't mind singing. I'm just saying, I, I, I'm just saying it's open to everybody. So even if you don't want to sing, you can come enjoy. So yeah, that is true. It's included in your ticket. So you might yes. as well come by. Come if on you want. down. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm very excited for all of that. I am especially excited for our guest. Um, somebody yeah. who I wanted on the show before and uh, who very graciously um, allowed us their time. Not even gonna, not gonna spoil. Ooh, Ooh. Yeah. Because I think we should keep Ooh. it a secret. I think it really? makes it the more exciting. Time? Maybe. Uh, maybe, maybe like, a, maybe like three days before. It's like, we'll boom. pray about it. Yeah. We'll pray about <laughs> it. To whatever deity we <clears throat> su- su- support, serve, It'll be I like support better. It'll be great. So I like okay. support. Please. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. But that's gonna it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun day of fun things. You're right. I think if we say fun a bunch of times, right? it'll make it happen. <laughs> it's just because it's a late it's, it's late fun. at night. And so we're like, well, I don't have any I don't have my thesaurus out. I left it in my other. I don't room. know that anybody listening so. to this is like, I am not paying money to go to this. Yeah. <laughs> like anybody listening is like, nah, I'm out. <laughs> anybody do it's at fine. least. It's okay, fine. we gotta we it's gotta okay. move on it's with fine. the show it's because fine. we spent like 14 minutes doing handling the business and <laughs> could that have been a tight interview? Yeah, but we actually have other sponsors so we don't want to waste your time with more ad content we want to waste your time with unplanned ad content true so, go for sure. it fine yeah <laughs> anyways i thought you said you time. had some no yeah one last time october 22nd johnshow.com oh. slash live get your tickets send money carrollton courtyard marriott we'll see you in dallas october 22nd johnshow.com slash live okay great that's done woof it'll um, be um, <laughs> we, did, yeah. we did it <laughs> I need a break. I'm going to take a refresh. All right. Wow. Uh, all right. So the solo show, it's been a while since I feel like we've done this because we've had like a number of interviews kind of back to back, which has been nice. Um, I was actually thinking about something Patrick that you said early and I figure why not discuss this on air instead of off air. Uh, but it's not, it's not business related per se, but, um, the one of the things that you said was I want to ask people, or at least you were thinking about asking people about their story differently. So one of like the hallmarks of our Mm. interview shows is like, we open the show with tell us about your adoption story. And Mm. Patrick, you were like, well, what if we just said, tell us your story? And I was like, but we're in the middle of an interview. Why would you change the first question right now? <laughs> but now we're not in the middle of an interview. So true, I'm, Patrick, I'm curious to hear more about your thoughts on <clears throat> like what's kind of leading you to that place. What you hope 
comes out of a question that's phrased that way versus your adoption story question like we traditionally asked? Yeah, I don't know. I think that my mind latches onto ideas in real time, and sometimes I get on tangents. I think I mentioned that in our previous show with Hayshield. Uh, multiple times in the interview <laughs> that I get off on tangents, uh, like I'm doing right now. Um, <clears throat> the conception. So I think it's not. I don't know. I think it's a it's a language thing for me, yeah. and I I don't know. I think it's just. I can't honestly remember what prompted me to think of that originally, but essentially, I feel like we're. Mm, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think of the right way to articulate this. So at the end of the day, I know our show, and especially when we do interviews, it is to have people share their, basically their adoptee story, essentially. <clears throat> and so my whole thinking behind it is that when we ask someone to share their adoption story, it feels very limiting, I guess, in a way. And for me, it's like wanting to get to get beyond just the singular that part of the story but <clears throat> especially have ever since uh having brought that up i've thought about it in the context of the show as like well obviously that's one of the draws <laughs> that people come <laughs> on here to talk about is the adoption aspect of their story but still even with that thought in mind um I think just even saying the words adoption story, it just feels like it may, It feels like it takes the agency away from the person telling their story because we only want that one part of it. So instead of I think that's where I'm thinking of like reframing the question as just tell us as much or as little of your story as you'd like. I think the adoption part is implied and is not necessary. And I think when I speak it out loud personally, like when I hear it or say it myself, it just feels like I'm limiting you my guest or our guests to only giving me this much of yourself in that context, which again, in the context of the show is kind of what we're, it's kind of what we're sure. after. And then we unpack from there, you know? Um, but yeah, well, I, I think that's it. just, yeah, I think that's just kind of where my thought process was at that time. I don't remember who that was that I had brought that up with, but yeah, at that time, um, that's kind of what I was thinking, I think. So I don't know if that answers your question. Um, or opens the door for other discussion, but that's kind of where I was at. It makes sense to me, honestly. Actually, it, it, I like the way that you're framing it because, like you said, the context of the show, it's almost implied that that's probably what they're going to talk about, but it doesn't, in a way, force them to talk about that. If they wanted to talk about something else, like just, oh, I was raised here, I was this, you know, and, and none of it, in a way, has to be specifically about adoption, but in a way it will because we are adopted. And so even though it's not, saying that it could potentially still include that without having to force it with that question. So no, I, I get, I think that's, I I'm fine either way. You guys want to go with it too. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if we want to switch it up at this point in the middle of, uh, you just went full business meeting. He did. He did. He's like, all right, we're taking it back to business. Um, yeah. so actually, um, well, I appreciate you saying that. And I remember why, what had prompted me to think that. And I talked about it before about, like when we, once we start to come out of the fog or come to terms, we, we lose the ability to find or take, or we have, or we can now be triggered very easily by a lot of different things, like whether it be pop culture or just in life in general. And 
I had thought of that because I had spoken with another transracial adoptee and in our conversation, he was relaying to me or they were relaying to me the um, thing that had triggered them. And it just really made me super sad because Mm -hmm. I feel like those are the stories that we need to hear. And it's so unfair that the people with the most traumatic experiences or things that like really, really terrible things that have happened to them, they need their voice to be amplified the most and relive that trauma over and over again for people outside of our stuff, or even for us, people who don't have that or share that experience to understand. And I think that's one of the reasons too. It's like thinking about language in the way of what little thing could set someone off. And like, even just, I think that that's why I thought of that at that moment was because it's like, if we ask someone their adoption story, like how to, you know, obviously they filled the form out. So from the context of the show, they get it and they wouldn't come on the show if they were probably going to be triggered by that question. But it could, I feel like trigger somebody just because they think of adoption in such maybe a negative connotation yeah, and that, you know, triggers them in some way. So I think that was where my thought process was with it. But because of that one specific conversation that had led mm-hmm. me down that path. So I just wanted to provide that. Yeah. No, I think you said in the moment you were like, well, I'm interested in how we can, give ourselves language and reclaim some of this. And I think you're right. Like the phrase, tell us your adoption story is um, inherently limiting because of the context in which we've heard it before. So Mm. uh, I'm, I'm like Nathan, like I could go either way. And I think it's just a matter of, you know, how much of the world that we live in, how much do we want to fight to reclaim something or shift and move away from it altogether? You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And I actually, I really think about this specifically. I just because of things I've been taking in lately, have been thinking about this specifically within like um, Black America and how like Black people in America drive culture and how like obviously they have like language that they have reclaimed. There's a, a queer community that has language that they have reclaimed that was once used to hurt them and now is like part of like their own vernacular, like as a, mm-hmm. a way of like keeping top of mind what has, has transpired, but also like reclaiming that Sarah's making a protein shake. It's oh, okay. Fine. <laughs> uh, I thought that was one of Nathan's point. kids going, Shh. <laughs> 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 I was like, how can he hear him? <laughs> um, but there's also, there is kind of that idea of like, well, actually I re- I fully reject this so far as like, I'm just going to not ever touch it. And even again, going back to gender, thinking about people who identify as non-binary is like, well, actually the idea of you can only be one or the other, I find so limiting and so wrongheaded that I'm actually going to identify as outside of that, just, you know, for myself or because like I've maybe philosophically believe this about gender you know so i think Mm -hmm. it is it's kind of one of those things like do we want to reclaim the idea of an adoption story do we just want to abandon it altogether i don't think we're going to solve it in this podcast but i thought it was an interesting thing to flag and i was curious you know um because i remember some of the earlier language discussion that you had been on in terms of you know like saying where i grew up versus where i'm from and then Mm -hmm. thinking about um telling telling one's adoption story and then also um the idea of coming out of the fog, even reclaiming that idea, which maybe maybe adoptees, I don't know that it's been a conscious reclamation so much as just that this is the only vocabulary that we have. So right. I think that that's like kind of an interesting thing there too. I'm like, is, is there a better phrase 
than coming out of the fog to use falling out of a plane. So, so that's one that I have definitely been wrestling with for probably the better part of a year. Um, and I've had conversations with Katie Gagel a lot about that specific term and, or that phrase and what we could, or what an alternative could be, because I like what, what you brought up about, do we reclaim language or do we just leave it all together? Like, how do you make that decision? And unfortunately, I feel like it's very subjective. I think as a community, it's almost impossible to make a decision like that because, you know, people do things in their own way. And so as I've made this, as I've been trying to like figure out how do you move away from coming out of the fog, I feel like I've hear, I've been hearing it oh so much more than I was even hearing it when we first started using it. And I was like, and I, I don't done? really, and it's not my place to tell somebody, hey, I don't think you should use this. And I like my reasonings are specifically because it was coined by a white adoptive parent who, for all intents and purposes, has written a very impactful and influential um, book about uh, adoption and transracial adoption and the adoptee experience. However, that still comes from somebody who is at the at, at the end of the day an adopter and not an adoptee. And I think that's my biggest issue with it. And especially as a transracial adoptee, when it comes to talking about reclaiming language and how do we, how do we use what's been probably used against us? This phrase does not necessarily fall into that category. You know, it's honestly, it can be used for any person who is uh, discovering their identity or coming to some sort of revelation. But for me as an adoptee and knowing that history behind it, I'm like, there has to be something instead of reclaiming it's a moving away from and trying to move towards something new. And so I've used coming to terms with my adoption. So, which I think is very clinical. I don't necessarily think it rolls off the tongue as well as like coming out of the fog because that's both metaphorical, but also can be taken very literally and easily visualized. I think coming to terms is much more abstract and intangible. Um, but I feel like it, for me, it captures what it has been like that experience for me, because I, while I do agree with the language and imagery of coming out of the fog, like, again, for me, it's just moving. I want to move away from that because of where it comes from and coming to terms just sounds right to me because at the end of the day, I don't, I don't know or have read anybody else who's used it that way. And it just sits right for me. But again, it's like if you put it up in a poll, I bet, and you had four different answers, I bet all four answers would have the same amount of votes, you know, in an adoptee group or something, because we're all coming from different places and it affects us differently at different times. I was using coming out of the fog all the time when I first started to go on this journey. We talked about it on the show a lot, you know, because it was like, that was new well, language was, for all of yeah, us, I think. And it was, that, like you said, it was the only thing that was there to describe, you know, what we were going through. So I don't know. Yeah, that's just like, that's what I've been thinking about in terms of what's the alternative, what's worked for me. But again, not everything that works for me will work for somebody else. So, yeah, I like, I mean, what you said, exactly that. It's, it, I think everybody has the right to use whatever language they want to use. How dare and, you? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you give me my, my, a choice in what language I use? How dare you proclaim free speech? <laughs> <laughs> and as we have said many times, right, we are not a monolith, right? We all have different ways of explaining our, our, our background, our exploration, our points in life. You know, 
where we are in our adoption story, what we want to discover, what we want to search for, what we don't want to search for. I think that is all, you know, I think a, a good thing that the knowledge and the exploration also comes with the terminology and, you know, that those the wording. Um, so knowing where it came from, which again, thank you for sharing that, uh, you know, that what you and Katie found, um, I wouldn't have ever known that for me, it doesn't change the, the, the term because I'm the one using it. So, um, in a way I'm claiming to <laughs> use it, but my mouth. it's yeah. my mouth, not <laughs> somebody else's mouth. mouth. Like if somebody else came up to me and goes, Oh, you're coming out of the fog. And you know, I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> that would have been maybe a little bit different context, but since I'm the one who came out of the fog and know, know the language and, and identify with that phrase then then for me that's what i you know i continue to use until i find something that i like better um but uh, yeah i would say the moment of my apocalypse (laughs) my enlightening all right well i don't know you know if that's what you want to go with yeah i actually don't hate it i don't hate it either i've literally Uh just tried it out but apocalypse fun fact literally means revelation and so like it comes to just because of here's some fun religiosity because of the book of revelations. And we like the author of that book calls it like the apocalypse or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the prevalence of Christianity, people now associate apocalypse with quote, the end of the world. But really what the book is talking about was like, well, this is just John's revelation about what's going to happen when Jesus returns. Right. And the Greek word is apocalypse. So now we have all this, uh, this concept of, like apocalypse being the same as doomsday and yet it only means revelation and something that I've seen now in some like theological post evangelical, whatever kind of realms, more academic, more authory, whatever, um, is people using the word apocalypse to mean revelation with the baggage of kind of doomsday and like playing with that baggage specifically. And so for me, part of me coming to terms with my adoption did feel very apocalyptic. And I think if, if you asked me and Sarah, we both be like, yeah, that was a lot. (laughs) Uh, that, that was something that like that she saw in me, something that we felt together as a married couple, you know, like all of it, it was quite apocalyptic in the doomsday sense. Like a lot of things got turned on its head that we took for granted. And yet really ultimately it was just a revelation of me being oh i'm adopted and i'm asian and that means some things you know so how did you use it again my the moment of my apocalypse so without sounding like a really hoity-toity philosophical professor (laughs) i would love to say the moment of my apocalypse my adoption apocalypse if you will but that sounds way too pretentious so I don't get paid enough money to say things like that. I don't write enough to say things like that. Patrick, if you want to post about that on your Instagram, just credit I might me have with to. it. Just credit me with it. <clears throat> but, I will. Uh, hey, my yeah, wife called me all. pretentious and I said, moi? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he ran away with his baguette and his little pencil stash like a French villain. Is that the a callback moment. to this current episode? <laughs> no. I don't know. Yes, I, I'm going was. insane. I, I believe it was. Um, <laughs> I am going to have to. I'm going to. I gotta sit with that. That's uh, that's good language. I like that a lot. I think, yes, I like that a lot. I don't have anything else to say about it right now, without just firing off into another tangent. But I, I yeah, was gonna say, yeah, I, I appreciate just think of movies when I think of that now. So. Yeah, but you Honest, think of disaster movies, right? I do. I do See, think of a disaster movie. That's what I'm movie. saying. That's the baggage. No. Honestly, the first thing I thought about was the Marvel comics character 
Apocalypse, the first mutant, mm. and then thinking about his character being recontextualized. Oh snap! As mm. oh, he's snap. a revelation Go of there. the next step of man. Why did you make this? Why did you play this? Because <laughs> he's going. I don't know. This just says dramatic it's, piano. I was gonna say this yeah. could be really deep in a <laughs> yeah. nerdy way. Yeah, yeah. But he, so. yeah. No, I didn't want to go full nerd there. Um, but it did really make me think <laughs> about it. I'm like, think about that character in a different way and the stories that he's told in because it is posed as being very much a doomsday sense. But he is always there to just be like, I'm the first of the next step in the evolution of man. He's like, so it's like, I, I am, am the revelation inevitable. of what comes next. Like, a, and so, but it's, I don't know if it's ever spelled out that way. I haven't read all the comics, but how dare you? Very interesting. So anyways, cool. Yeah. We have a, we have a voicemail that I want to play. Ooh, and, yes. um, cool. it's short and sweet, but I feel like continues in our theme of, especially for me doing a deep dive into Patrick, your language and how that's how you've developed <laughs> as a person post-apocalypse coming you know coming to grips with language and things so i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and roll that this tape hey guys it's mayor jenna i just got done listening to episode 101 and i wanted to point out that a main developmental thing and milestone that nathan forgot to mention is his extreme very impressive knowledge of bts (laughs) (laughs) nathan your rebuttal I've forgotten it all. <laughs> uh, I, I am, I am sad. To, I still listen to, uh, I still listen to it. I mean, whenever I get a chance, it pops up on my feed or my my rotation. Uh, but I, I have not looked into any current news or or happenings of the old army. So I've forgotten it all. He said on Disney yeah. Plus permission to dance oh see i didn't even know that i, I haven't had time to watch disney can Plus. you name the members <laughs> oh gosh no <laughs> i got sugar That's rm it. isn't there what in that oh, one gin g-man g-man that's it I got That's else. it. We, I we think we failed. did real well. <laughs> Sorry to all the BTS fans who listen to this. <laughs> or the army. Sorry. The BTS army. Yeah. My apologies. <laughs> well, that was fun. Wow. Yeah. I just really enjoyed that. I was like, oh my gosh. This <laughs> that's, is, a, that's a funny callback. Uh, this is really funny. And I love like, yeah, I don't know. There's, it's just, there's like, there's so much that we, it's like, I don't know. I don't feel like I've been drinking from a fire hose for a long time, but when I hear things like that, I'm like, oh my gosh, I think I've just gotten used to drinking from a fire hose. <laughs> like, Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, we just have lots of conversations, not even just yeah. on the recording, just off the recording, oh, especially in those early days. Revealing to the world our, our yeah. friendship. And sometimes I, re- yeah. I forget <laughs> what we talked works. about on air and what we talked about in person, right? So. Sometimes yeah. I forget what what it is that we're recording in the middle of recording. <laughs> He'll be like, "Whoa, what day is it? Wait, <laughs> what? Wait, what was what what I here for? <laughs> Where am what I? What am I doing next? What am I doing tomorrow? Incredible. Oh my gosh, incredible! Yeah, well, speaking of what are we doing next? Are we doing a food? We should, if you guys have something. Oh, I we've got a, stuff. I've we got, got, a, yeah, we've got stuff. a new box to send you. So I finally moved into my house. I've got oh, new windows. Some, I feel like you've been saying that for about four no, weeks. No, I mean like I, I mean like Sarah like like got always through like going some on of too. the final boxes. Like nice. we're we're finally chill in our home, which is amazing. So heck yeah. And yeah, you got some new uh, windows in? 
let's jump into some food yeah yeah all right let's do it great do it Welcome back to the John Chi Show food portion. Food, 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 this is a peach tea, peach iced tea by Cafe. I don't know how you pronounce that. Cafe Bene. Bene. Cafe Bene. Bene. Bene was ice tea. Yeah. I have been seeing more and more of these pouched teas at H Mart. Have you guys noticed that at all? No, I've seen, I have like, been to H Mart. Blueberry since. ones. <laughs> Yeah, really? well, I was in it's LA. Been a minute. So, I need oh, to wow. get. I need to get back there. You you don't live near one, right? Though Patrick, no. Yeah, There's one in so. Chicago. There's some in Chicago. I don't know. Mm. That's what I was about to do. This is yeah. the order: you pour ice into a glass, pour this into the ice, and then drink it with a lid and a straw. <laughs> so I have ice in a glass here, and straw. also. So I want to say I'm gonna. So I'm gonna be drinking mine right out of the straw. pouch here. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the viewers out there, I, the for the listeners, fancy, and for the viewers, um, it says to add ice. I will say, but my package is very cold. Mine it has been well. sitting. Yeah. No, it has been sitting in this box for I don't even want to guess how long. Well, it, is it expired? That's fair. Mine also feels cold. Yeah. No, I, I don't think it's expired. So it's not. And it we've established on on previous there snacks twenty three. There you go. Plenty that, of times. Korea can make some cold stuff cold that we don't know how it's cold. I don't know what's cold. Cold and wet, but it's cold. It's cold and wet, but it's been in dry packaging in a dry space for years. But so, like I said, I mean, it. Uh, I've seen more liquids in pouches like this, and uh, the last ones that I've had are actually really good. They're very sweet, though. So I'm curious to see if this one is, is okay because it is a peach I don't iced think tea. I can drink this. Why not? Out of the pouch because the, I... the mouth is open so wide. No, you can't. It's going right on top of me. It smells no, good. No. It smells like just, peach alcohol. You just have to like just tip it. I'm gonna be fine. Oh, you're drinking oh, it out of the pouch too. I'm drinking it out of the pouch too because you told me not to drink out of this cup that I randomly found under my desk. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Everyone, I'm in the glad world you're not you drinking out of it. I'm glad for you. For not oh, yeah. I wish I had this a straw to be honest. What it looks but... like. All right, so, that looks like tea. Right. It looks, yeah, looks <laughs> good. It smells good. It's like ready. thick tea. <laughs> Cheers, gumbe, gumbe, gumbe. Oh, maybe you're supposed to. <laughs> maybe you're supposed to add the ice to water it down some. Oh, uh, it feels it feels very strong. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Wow. That's a that's a thick tea. <laughs> that's, that's it's not syrup. thick, but it is it's oh, potent. Well. Ooh, this is pretty yeah. good. This I mean, is like kind of like if Kool-Aid. Laffy Taffy got sat in the car for too long and it was a thousand degrees and it got melted and it get liquefied. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I would say this tastes like a that's a, not a bad uh, thing. A peach popsicle that has melted, and this is what you're drinking—the leftover. I would try to translate this, but it's like it's pure Korean on the back, and I can't—I can barely see it, let alone read it. This is not bad. And then also, no, it's definitely not bad. It's just really strong. Like, 
Um, it's incredibly saturated. I'm very uh, curious. Incredibly... I think that's what the ice is for, is to water it down a little bit. Um, just shake it around. I wish I could read any of the backs just to see the percentages. Like, Because on the front, a there's a percentage. Drink. One of them says 70%. One of them says 4%. One of them says 0.1, and then 97.7%. And just none of those percentages add up. I hope the 97.7% is just, it's good. That's how good it is. It's 97% good. Out of 100, it's that's pretty good. Is that's pretty bad? Good. I, I mean, out of 100, that's pretty good. I'm wondering which one is the percentage said. of juice. <laughs> like which I'm guessing it's the 4% juice because it tastes like Kool-Aid. So. Not I bet the point one percent is the water part. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not much water. Goodness, that is strong, but yet tasty. Yeah. All right. It's got a good flavor to it. It does. It and I'm not mad about since it. It's, it's peach, so yeah, I, I would say that I've had some peach things that are too artificial, and this does not isn't too artificial. Like it's actually a really good flavor. Um, I wouldn't say it tastes like tea though. Right, like like an iced tea mm, or black tea. I can tea get it a little. I like a, I get like a green tea style <laughs> flavor. It's green like tea. it's like um similar to a Lipton or Lipton, an Arizona. Yeah, a little like, Lipton's green tea. Like yeah, real, real, real sweet. Yes. Um, for the listeners at home, I'm just shaking my iced peach like it's a Starbucks iced coffee. I don't know why. It's fall, y'all. Um, I'm gonna be. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Good. It's good, like but it. it's tough to drink. I mean, it is. It's. it's I it's wish that there was addictive. ice. <laughs> I'm not like, gonna lie. I, I don't want to finish it, and yet I do. Yeah, I feel the exact same way. That's weird. That's I feel. I feel. Yeah, I'm way. like yeah, I can only I take small sips, this, but I do. <laughs> yeah, I know. Even with the ice in there, I can only take small sips. But then, like, I'm like, oh gosh, this is so much. But then after it dissipates, I'm like, but I want some more. I know. Like my brain is. It's like when you eat. Oh, here's what it reminds me of too: is those peach gummies. You know, oh the yeah, little, the, the rings, like a gummy. The peach ring mm. gummies, but oh, melted into a that. liquid form. Interesting. That's what it reminds me of. I All think. right. Well, let's so jump into ratings. Nathan, what would you give this out of five? Uh, I mean, on ice and a little more diluted, uh, I'd give it a little higher rating. But I'm just going to assume that I would should have had it that way. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a four point five. Oh wow! Hi. Yeah, I mean, four point five. I don't think super it's, high. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's like. I mean, I can't read any of the nutritional value, so all of that's out the door. <laughs> um, I'm just going merely off of taste. It's not too artificial. I think it's got a good sweetness to it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I like it, and like I said, I keep going back for more. So yeah, I'm going four point five. <laughs> well, assuming I, mean, I was drinking it on ice with a straw, so. Okay, that's but since true. you're not His drinking it out of an ice and yes. straw, what would you give it for without how you it, just Without drank the it. ice and everything, it's just it's, it's a little too strong, so I'm going to drop it down to a four. All right, that's yeah. still pretty high. All right, that yeah, is okay. still pretty good. Still pretty Nathan, high. Uh, Patrick, what about you? I'm giving mine a three. Um, I think maybe it would bump up to even perhaps a four with some ice and a straw. Or maybe even a lid. I did see on the back of the package it has a lid there. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if that's affecting <laughs> the rating at all. The for lid me, does matter. Yeah, no, the I lid see how probably I, matters. I see your logic. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. tracks. Yeah, that's what that's what I thought. Uh, always been a lid man. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going three. It's just 
I don't know. <laughs> I agree with what Nathan said earlier. I thought he he caught he, he captured it very well when it's that I don't want any more of this at all, but I kind of do. So I'm going to keep going back until it's gone, and then that'll be it. So three. Three Benes. Hmm. Interesting. I just ate a Long's cookie. Oh, I was like, I was like, did that just harden in your mouth and become gelatinous? So no. where you're now chewing it? <laughs> I just <laughs> like ate a Long's a cookie, which somehow is less sweet. Long's for the listener, if you don't remember, it's a like British thing. We're like, what even is this? But kind of says like a Nestle zebra cake kind of thing, whatever. I think I actually do remember trying this now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But somehow it's less sweet than this iced tea. Yes. No, no, the tea is very sweet. Which is wild. So I'm going to give this a a three and a quarter. Mm. It's pretty good. Not like amazing, but it's pretty good. Uh, when I was in high school, I drank a lot of those Arizona green teas. And so I think high school me would have really enjoyed mm-hmm. this. Sure. Uh, but now it's like... <clears throat> It's like if you got Lipton sweet iced tea concentrate, yeah, <laughs> you know, and then tried to water it down with ice. But even that, it's is real strong. It so, is. Okay, so the ninety seven point seven percent is definitely sugar. It's just pure sugar. <laughs> it has to be right. So it's good. It's well. It's a well balanced flavor. Like Nathan said, it's it's not artificial or anything. Yeah. It's just like so not my cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wait. I will I will remember that moment because it's a dad joke that was This is such a long me. laugh track. Oh my gosh. Anyways, it's Nathan's not like mine. I don't care about that guy coughing in the laugh track. I'm it talking. matters to me because I He's think the laugh track so is hard. shorter than it is, and then it's like it's like it gets awkward how long it is, which is my favorite kind of humor. That's my favorite part. Anyways three and a quarter because it's not really for me uh but it's overall as a product i think it's pretty good but yeah so there it is well i said bottoms up y'all yeah good diabetes (laughs) 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 guys that was great i regret (laughs) regret finishing it like that i should have taken my time yeah i I chugged the rest of it Okay, well, we're not all chuggers. Sorry, like you. going back to college, me. Sorry. That's true. We don't all have red solo cups just littering our <laughs> oh, floors. No. On the ground of I, our I would have given that a, uh, given a little <laughs> higher rating, too, if, if it was alcoholic, you know, like uh, like soju. Oh, that's a good point. That probably Maybe would be a good mixed. mixer. Mix yeah. it with yeah. a little soju, like plain soju. Because plain it's already soju. Got yeah, I was going to say. Right? Yeah. Mix it <laughs> with plain soju. me that with some strawberry soju. I'm dead. Dude, that thing, yeah. There we go. Live. Live in Dallas, we're bringing these teas Live. and some soju. <laughs> we're bringing the peach tea from Cafe Bene. Get yeah. Bene and some some Ginro soju. <laughs> so. Amazing. Everybody, look under your chairs. Yeah, surprise. Like, what is this pouch? <laughs> and why is it cold somehow? <laughs> how we're is it already cold? It's 90 degrees in Texas. Oh, yeah, that's in funny. October, that yeah, that in tracks. October, it's bring your tank tops. All right. Anyways, accurate. So, where can people go to find out about the live show and buy tickets if they want? Johnjishow.com slash live is the place to go. Or if you just prefer, you can go to our Instagram, our the link in bio. There's a link there. I'll take you straight to the form. All the information is there too. Um, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can 
message us again, Instagram, social medias, whatever, social, uh, John C. Show. Uh, you can hang out with us in the Facebook after party. If you're a fan of Facebook groups, we're technically present there. Uh, you can send us an email to johncshow at justlikemedia.com or you can be like a mayor of Pennsylvania and not of the whole state, but a mayor in Pennsylvania. And give us a call. Leave us a voicemail at 972-677-8867. That's 972-677-8867. I don't know why I repeated it and it made it less understandable. Less intelligible. It's fine. (laughs) You want to get in touch with me for some reason, personally, you can send messages to me wherever I want to be found on the internet at KJ Relke. If you want to get in touch with me, you can do that on Instagram at Patrick in the world and on LinkedIn. Also at Patrick in the world. And on TikTok. Oh yeah. And on TikTok at Patrick in the world, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Most of that transitions over. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. It Thank makes you. its way back on yeah, Instagram. It makes its way it's back on Instagram. <laughs> However, my name is not Nathan. I'm uh, I'm the Denver guy, so you'll see that one. But the Denver. Um, oh, on TikTok. Yeah. Aren't you okay. doing something with Lego? Yeah, I'm like. Oh, a- don't you have like a Lego account? F O L, which is adult fan of Lego. So I know. Interesting. Adult fan of Lego. Yeah. You old A-Falls. You fall. Yikes. You're a okay. real A-Fall. But you can also <laughs> find me on Instagram if you don't like Lego. Uh at N Noak. Um, you can also find me and Nathan Noak on Facebook and uh and Nathan Noak on LinkedIn. He's the Nathan Asian Noak one. On LinkedIn. You can find me on my website. You can find me. <laughs> I've also seen him post Lego on his Instagram, so don't believe him if you don't like Lego. Oh, I, I have multiple. I have Follow multiple. him at oh, that's Photo. That's I don't true. want to clutter it with just Lego. My wife already thinks I'm ridiculous. <laughs> that's the t-shirt. All right, everybody. That's we'll see t-shirt. you next week and or in Dallas. Until then, John G. Hey, yo. Hey, yo.